0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Cued Up. Uh, this is your review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, I almost said HBO, XBO Match is what I almost said. HBO Max, Ex- Netflix, I said Netflix, Amazon, whatever, you get it, you get it. This is like episode 100,082, so whatever. 181, actually. 181, there you go. I'm your host, Greg h- with me always is Maya Don Fisher. How's your week been? Uh... I've had a really good week, I think. Uh, let's see. Good. Anything bad
1: happen this week? No. No, I've had a good week. Uh, good. got to got to hang out with a friend of mine yesterday and catch up, you know. We hung out for a few hours. That was enjoyable. Um Let's see. Oh, the Raiders lost horribly and that was just heartbreaking. Uh, I had to stop watching in the first quarter. It well, was you know, bad.
0: You got to give it to the uh, – it was the Chiefs that they played, right? Oh, no. It was the Chiefs no. they showed up at. No, Well, okay. The Chiefs were really the other team that was that was playing them, right? Because, like, what uh, I was going to say, that, the joke was going to make that, Yeah. Yeah, they
1: because were playing really at nice. Kansas City.
0: <laughs> it was really nice of the Chiefs to not hold back on that high school football team.
1: You know what I mean? Oh, no, no. they They looked little league. They looked terrible.
0: Hey, they, yep. they they did they
1: It was bad. I watched part of it and I was like, "Ooh, it it, it was it was horrible." Yes. Uh, I had to stop watching. So I started watching uh, season one of The Witcher to rewatch it to prepare for season two, which comes out today, as of the day this is published. Uh, this yep. is Wednesday. Uh, we're, we're referring to Friday the seventeenth. But yeah, I'm super excited for The Witcher. Uh, rewatching season one, I was just like, Oh, I forgot how much I love this show.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, well, uh,
0: things are pretty good for me. How about you? They're good, they're good over here. I mean, as good as they can be, and if nothing bad has happened. But my mom has been decorating like crazy for Christmas, which is i'm not the big world's biggest fan of christmas or decorating for it like i I don't mind it i think christmas can be fun but like i'm down with a fake small tree in the corner of the house and she's just like we got to decorate all the windows and stuff and i'm like okay but um uh yeah i was telling you like part of my week this last week was uh doing an exploit in fall guys uh where we were getting for context for anyone who's not played Fall Guys, when you win a game of Fall Guys, you get a crown. The crowns can accumulate to, uh, to, to enough to buy certain costumes for your character. Like crowns and kudos are the currency in the game, and they buy cosmetic things. So that's what you have to know. Um, they came out with a mode called squads, which would give you 20 crown shards. And if you got 60 crown shards total, you'd get a full crown. And you can get shards by doing different modes that are squad-based. So there's duos, which is just two, trios, and regular squads, which is four, and completing um, dailies. Uh, with that in mind, uh, they came out with a mode called extreme, which was like main show, but if you fell off the map, you didn't respond. You were just dead. You were just eliminated. Um, so they did this with, with squads. They did extreme squads. And, uh, um, the way that that worked was like, if a teammate fell out, they couldn't get any points for your team. Um, cause the way squads works is like, depending on where you cross the finish line, you get points for your team. And if you get enough points to beat out the other teams, then that's, you know, that's that, um, in squads, it's the same idea, but you don't get to respawn. That's as simple as it gets. Uh, for main show you get one crown for extreme show you got two crowns so we assumed that since you got 20 shards for winning a squad show that for extreme squads you're going to get 40 shards that was that was the assumption nope they should have gave you two crowns um which was wild we were like fucking playing squads because like we're good enough to where we don't fall off maps to begin with at least a, a good chunk of us that play the game So we were thinking, like, I fall, I fall, quite a bit. Um,
1: hey, I hold my own very well, though, on a lot of things. Sure. All right, Right asshole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we were thinking, like, oh man, like two, like if we play this all weekend, we can get you know two crowns per win. That's great. Like we could increase our crown rank. This is awesome. And because uh, they have like a crown rank system in it or whatever, where you can get golden costumes and uh, um, Friday morning, uh, Andy texts me, my buddy, Andy, he goes, they're doing double crown weekend. This is because the game awards had happened Thursday. So Friday they started giving out double crowns. Well, they didn't change anything and you could get four whole crowns for winning extreme squads which is insane like thinking from this perspective it would take 3 squad games to get one crown regularly and with extreme squads four crown win that's what's three times you're four?
1: You're, you're doing what you could accomplish in 12 games in one game
0: mm-hmm
1: and that would mean you would have to be consistently winning 12 games in a row to accomplish what you would accomplish in one here.
0: Exactly. So, it was exciting. I'm I'm Congrats.
1: I'm I'm a I'm a decent enough player, I'm mediocre, you know. They they invite me to play along on Wednesday nights and we have fun, but I'm not good enough to be invited on the weekend for this. I just like, simply there are certain things I'm not good at in the game and you know, precision jumping is a weakness of mine and these, like, where they're slime-related, you fall in the slime, you're eliminated. Those are my weakness. They are my kryptonite. <laughs> so I'm I'm not... I know I'm not good enough to be in the part of that.
0: Which, it's so wild to me that you're not good at the Uh-oh. precision jumping, because...
1: Greg's frozen. Am I? There he is. Now you're back.
0: Weird. I didn't see any of that. Oh. Uh what's wild to me about you being not a good precision jumper at fall guys is that uh you're like you have 100% completed fucking Witcher 3 and Spider-Man and games that require like fast reaction time and and quick thinking but then when it comes to fall guys you're like mm I just I just it fucking blows my mind
1: uh, there are some things I'm really, really good at. I mean, I have the fucking trophies to prove it. It's just, you know. Well, yeah. look how long it took me to get the platinum trophy in Fall Guys. It took me a year to get it, and the only reason I got it is because the one that was eluding me was win five matches in a row. I couldn't do it on my own. I had to do it in squads with you guys.
0: Right. Yeah, so many players got it in squads, which is fine. Like it makes sense, you know. I know that a lot of people like winning five games in main show is damn near fucking impossible, and it took it. You know, Donkey, or sorry, Andy, he couldn't even get it in in main show. I got it by luck. Like I was just kind of drunk one night and just kept fucking winning, and I didn't even realize it until the next morning. I re- I remember the night you got it actually. Yeah, 'cause I and, and I didn't even know I didn't even see it pop. I didn't see it pop. But the next morning I was like, holy shit, where? What the fuck? How did I do this? But uh but yeah, like uh um that's the thing is like when they come out with a mode that is designed for, you know, what we call sweaty lobbies, you know, where everyone is fighting for those fucking rewards hard. You're going to get that. But, and that was the thing with extreme squads was like, yes, we were, we were, so there was an exploit. I didn't, they didn't mention this yet. Did I No. Uh, what the exploit was, was essentially when you get to the final, if somebody drops out on your team before hitting the slime, the game doesn't trigger that they're gone and eliminate them. Like it should, it would trigger basically the game to think that everybody in the lobby tied. And so then it gives every single player four crowns. So you can imagine what everyone was doing this weekend. Uh this this exploit ruined like friendships, no joke. Like I I've, I've been reading about it on Reddit and whatnot. We had a friend that we play with commonly that he didn't like it, so he didn't participate. It was crazy. Like it was it was wild. I mean, I 100% participated. Like that we're not...
1: that that blows my mind how somebody will destroy a friendship over a game. I just I can't understand yeah. why somebody would do that
0: yeah we heard we heard some fucking horror stories this weekend like uh one of the girls that we play with she was telling us how this big lobby had a guy that was just like he hopped into the to the big voice party and they were like yeah hop onto our game and then it's going to be your turn because we all just did it once and then once we're done you know you'll you'll you know you won't have to do it until it's your turn again and he was just like fuck you guys i'm fucking done don't ever invite me and like cut himself out of all the groups that he was part of wow and I text, I text Andy because we heard the story at the same time. I was like, because she was telling us about all this drama within her group. And uh, for example, let me give you this for example, Maya. um, Our friend Luna, mm-hmm. she was playing with a bunch of Golden Knights. For context, a Golden Knight is the max level of the uh, crown rank. To get max level crown rank, you have to obtain 3,125 crowns. That's a lot. That's a lot. It is a ton. Um, Considering
1: my crown total is just over 200.
0: (laughs) My crown total is... Before this event, it was at uh, like 825. Now I'm at over a 1,000. So, Wow. Uh, but that being said, um she would get into you know these these parties with these golden knights that were just like jumping out every round every time they get to the final because they didn't need the crowns, so they would alternate while they let they allowed Luna to stay in and she just raked, raked in the fucking crowns this weekend but um uh, you know, she was telling us about like. Uh, somebody in that group that was like, kind of doing that. There was a guy that this weekend who was like, "I'm just gonna play it normally. And if I get to a final and I uh, uh, and I see someone leave, I'm dropping out. I'm not gonna allow my crowns to be tainted by you know whatever." I'm like, why are y'all taking the silly bean game so fucking seriously? Holy shit! Like, it's my favorite game, multiplayer game to play in general. I've tried the new halo. I've tried all these other games and they just don't excite me or make me want to come back by myself. Like fall guys does.
1: And that's the thing, you know, I really only enjoy playing the game when playing with you and Andy and Mark. Um, I mean, I will play it on my own for, you know, about an hour each day, just enough to do the daily stuff. And, you know, maybe like get a level in the season. Um, I'll do yeah. that each day when a new season comes out. But once I do that, I really only play on Wednesday nights with you guys because that's when I really have fun because we have so much fun when we're laughing and just fucking each other over. Or, you know, but we're 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 all generally generally playing to win and have a good time and compete. But I don't take it as seriously, but it is genuinely a very fun multiplayer game and I don't do multiplayer games for the most part.
0: As a casual competition is 100% a valid thing that Fall Guys embodies. And uh, everyone this weekend was just like, you mean I can fucking rake in the crowns? And, and actually, like, like, I was like, everyone participated except for, like, a handful of people. And it was I was fucking mind blown. I could not believe it. I was like, how are you this unwilling to participate in this? And it was just, dude, the whole weekend was crazy like that, but I did rake in a lot of crowns. (laughs) I didn't even know it was
1: going on. I I played Friday because I finished up the Aloy challenge. Um, Yeah.
0: Which ended Sunday.
1: Yeah. I finished it Friday night. I got Aloy. And I remember you were saying, "Uh, you're probably going to have to go for those 2000 canister, the 2000 canister one, because
0: you were having a hard uh, time getting that, that bird across the finish line.
1: I was. And the next morning I did it. My first attempt.
0: That's so funny. And you did it on one of the harder maps to do it on.
1: Yeah. I did it on DoorDash. Like it was crazy. And what's fucking funnier. What's amazing. I finished third place on the map with a penguin. Jesus. That's
0: funny. That is really funny. Well, long story short, I know going a little bit long in the tooth. Um, it was it was just it was just a really interesting thing that happened this weekend because it's been a long time since I've seen that much drama come from a video, a video game, especially a game like Fall Guys, which is makes it even weirder. But uh, dude, it was fun though. Regardless, like I want them to bring. Uh, oh, that was the other joke that I wanted to make was so the guy that we play with, uh, newbie, who lives in Canada on the East Coast. Or he's in the East Coast time zone. Um, He has a friend named Michelle that he plays with all the time. And uh, uh, this one specific night, I hopped into their game. This was during the crown rank thing or the crown, the four crown thing. And newbie just happened to be in the party. He wasn't even playing. Uh, It was like four of us just doing the, the exploit. And we were talking about it, and he's like, I don't want to participate. This leaves a bad taste in my mouth, yada, yada, yada. We were like, cool, whatever, man. Um, But, you know, Michelle was, like, talking about how, like, all these other exploits he's done. And he was totally cool with, but this one he's not suddenly. And it just did not make any sense. So she gave it a name that I thought was really clever. That it was our blood crowns.
1: Oh, that that explains your video that uploaded to your channel this morning. The blood current bean is mean.
0: Yep. So let me... God damn it, dude. So yeah, so since that's the case, that's what my bean looks like currently.
1: (laughs) It looks like a bucket of blood dropped over a yellow jelly bean.
0: Yeah. Uh I found the, the paint dipped is what it's called and then like the, the crown makes it bright red and I was like oh that's perfect that's but, cool uh, Yeah it was pretty funny um it's been a lot of Fall Guys this this past few days like they right after the uh um right after the event uh oh Nightmare for Christmas is coming to Fall Guys by the way.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw that this morning, actually. I showed Misty. I was like, look, honey.
0: Comes out tomorrow.
1: Starts tomorrow, I think. Uh, No. I thought it was the 16th.
0: Is tomorrow the 16th? Yeah, okay. It does start tomorrow. Yeah. Which means we'll probably, like, get that challenge done fucking in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Though I don't. I won't have a lot of time to play it this weekend because uh, I'm going up to um, Donkeys on on Thursday to stay oh, the awesome. night, and, because Friday at noon, a Spider Man.
1: Yeah, we're seeing it Friday at eleven fifty a.m. Eastern. Um, I am super fucking excited.
0: Yeah. So that before we get into our review, that is something that I do want to bring up. So this episode, everybody, we're gonna be talking about episode five of Hawkeye, which is the penultimate episode to the finale and um we're gonna talk about our top five shows of um uh twenty twenty
1: one basically 2021. everything we everything we've reviewed since basically Christmas of last year
0: yes uh, um, yeah, essentially. I might have missed a show, but that doesn't matter because the ones I have left. Li- yeah, I have I have a six. I have six on here because I just I made six. We'll talk about our top three each, but what the fuck ever. Um the reason that we're doing that this week instead of doing like more shows or whatever is because next week we have a mega episode. Um, just in case you forgot from last week, next week is going to be um the Hawkeye season finale, uh, the uh, South Park post-COVID um what do you call that?
1: COVID returns. The Paramount the Plus season. special.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Witcher season two, which is, you know, the whole season, and uh, Spider Man No Way Home. So, we're going to be reviewing four things next week. It's going to be a heavy episode, very thick and juicy. So, like Greg. I don't know <laughs> that I'm juicy. I don't know that I'm juicy, but, but yeah. Um, so, let's go ahead and just start talking about Hawkeye, I guess. Episode episode 5. All right. Uh yeah, this episode here, it started out,
1: you know, slow, but it built up. Um really enjoying this series. The the whole um playing detective and trying to figure out, you know, who's pulling the strings this and that and the on-again, off-again partnership of Kate and Clint. Um, and this episode, you know, it's the fallout from the, the rooftop fight from the last one where he discovers that somebody's hired a Black Widow to kill him. Well, not specifically kill him, but somebody hired a Black Widow, and he knew that meant it was bad news. And don't no, a
0: Black Widow, with the thought of an assassination in mind. Yeah,
1: yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, And this black widow happened to be Yelena, uh, Natasha's sister, you know, and she introduces herself and makes herself right at home in Kate's half burned apartment and offers her some mac and cheese while she tells her why she's there, which is essentially to kill Clinton to stay out of her way. Uh, And she's like, well, who hired you? She's like, I don't know. I'll look into it. And that comes into play at the very end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, Clint, in the meantime, is trying to put to rest the fact that, you know, uh, the tracksuits and Maya in general are out to kill the Ronin. And he's like, the Ronin doesn't exist anymore. The Ronin is dead. Well, he... Sends them a message uh, to meet the Ronan where they first met. They show up. The tracksuits do uh, well. Maya with you know various tracksuit henchmen uh, around her to make did it appear have, that she's.
0: Before you continue, did we we did we entirely skip the conversation between, uh, Kate and Elena? Well, I mentioned it. I said
1: that she shows up and at her half-burned apartment and made mac and cheese and told her why she was there, which was to kill Clint Barton, and she said, well, who hired you to do that?
0: That scene was fucking insane, by the way. Like, I you don't, you don't get to see that kind of master class acting very often. You know what I mean? I mean? I don't know. Maybe it was just me. I don't know, dude. Like, it was insane. It was so that that scene between them was like I could watch that scene again by itself.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was good. You know, I'm I'm just giving the highlights. You know, yeah, I know. I,
0: I just I just fucking Christ on a cracker that scene was good. Oh, I enjoyed it very much. Go ahead, sorry. Continue with the story.
1: But but, but uh, you know, Clint he he shows up as Ronan he. Takes out Maya's uh, backup and then confronts her, and they have a little fight. He takes her down, has his sword at her throat, and takes his mask off. He's like, Stay away from my family. Leave this alone. And he basically tells her the reason I was here that night was because of an informant. So now he's planted the seeds of doubt in her mind you know, who was this informant who wasn't there. And she immediately after the fight's over, she talks to Kazi and says, where were you the night of the meeting? He's like, where's this coming from? She's like, you were in town. Where were you? And he's like, I never got the call. So she's like, okay. So, you know, obviously he's the informant, uh, the informant for her boss. And they've hinted at who the boss is, uh, and they've been subtle hints uh and this one you got a couple of more direct hints but at the end of the episode you get a flat out reveal of who the boss is uh which we're, we'll get there uh basically uh what happened after that oh kate uh, kate tracked clint and you know she, uh, Maya gets the upper hand on Clint. She's getting ready to stab him with his sword, the Ronan sword. And Kate shoots it with an arrow out of her hand and she leaves. And then her and Clint take an Uber. <laughs> Cause she had a, she had an Uber waiting at the end of an alley. <clears throat> take an Uber and go back to that one fireman's place. And they're sitting there eating pizza, having a discussion and everything. She's like, I found out who the Black Widow is. It's Natasha's sister, and Clint's like, "Elena." She's like, yeah. She gets a text and says, oh, I found out who hired me. Does the name Eleanor Bishop mean anything to you? And then sent her a picture of Kate's mother and the boss man. Um, the big uh, guy, the... the the big guy, the Which, the. Oh, oh.
0: So I had <clears throat> speculated that we were going to see him in Next the show week. for a couple reasons. So first and foremost, it was kind of like people were talking about it months ago that he was going to turn back the wheel, but nobody had any time it. And then to make matters even more like complicated, um, there was rumor that. Uh, Charlie Cox is going to show up as Matt Murdock in Spider-Man: No Way Home. Still, don't have any concrete evidence for that. But the biggest thing for me was a Echo in the comics works for Kingpin at a certain point. He breaks off from him and all that stuff. Um, you know, one of Hawkeye's biggest rivals is is uh, Bullseye. Who does Bullseye work for? Kingpin. So of course, Hawkeye. Daredevil, Hawkeye's dealt with with Bullseye quite oh. a lot. In the
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. I always I always associate Bullseye more as the.
0: Sure, I'm just I'm just pointing out that like Hawkeye's fought Kingpin in the comics a bit, so that's why oh, I yeah, yeah. come to that. Uh, plus the tracksuit mafia in the comics works with Kingpin quite a bit too. So there's there were a lot of connected tissues there. Um, yeah, and. Uh, uh, the other big thing for me about Kingpin being in this episode um, that I had a feeling was because uh, um, when Kevin Feige was in an interview here recently, he said that he confirmed that when Charlie Cox – or sorry, when the Daredevil comes back to the MCU, it'll definitely be Charlie Cox.
1: Yeah. And Vincent D'Onofrio sent him a congratulatory
0: tweet. There you go, yeah. So I was kind of waiting for it. and They kept hinting at it throughout the whole season. Like she works for another guy. Like you see a hand pinch Maya on the cheek when she's a little girl. And I'm like, it's got to be fucking Kingpin. And so the last shot of this episode was a very grainy picture, albeit, of Kate's mom directly talking face-to-face with Kingpin.
1: Vincent D'Onofrio. As Kingpin. And no. he was in the credits. Vincent D'Onofrio's name was in the credits.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I'm fucking stoked.
1: <clears throat> one of my favorite things uh, from the Netflix shows of Daredevil was Kingpin. And I loved him in season one. And, of course, season two, he was in prison. You see him briefly uh, in The Punisher and a couple of prison scenes. Uh But season three, when he is out and he hires Bullseye, dude, season three's Kingpin was in fucking incredible, And I was like, I want this guy to be in everything. And now he is official. Now that, you know, this doesn't make everything from the Netflix shows canon, but it could. Uh, but yeah. of course, you know, they, uh, I, I'm I'm just excited because this all but cements Charlie Cox showing up as
0: Matt Murdock
1: in No Way Home.
0: Right, right. Like, cause cause here's the thing. I was explaining this to my dad because I was so fucking excited last night. Um, was uh, Charlie Cox coming in as Matt Murdock makes sense? Spider Man's been outed. He's being called Public Enemy Number One. We know that for a fact about No Way Home. Him. Talking or like you know maybe Aunt May or even like happy knowing Matt Murdock and that Matt could be you know brought into the MCU as like a defendant of superheroes like that could be a thing which could lead into an amazing fucking episode arc of She Hulk yeah yeah I'm just saying like so. It's very possible that Matt Murdock will show up in No Way Home. But if we see Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock in No Way Home, then, like, we can, in a sense, confirm that the Netflix, his specific Netflix show, is canon. But as I said to Maya, what I'd love to fucking see is, like, somehow Netflix just be like, just fucking boop, boop. Like, they just move everything to Disney Plus and be like, hey, the, all the defender shit, canon. Yeah, Welcome back, Christian yeah. Ritter. Welcome back guy. Mike, Mike Coulter. Mike Holter, thank you. <laughs> I could not remember his name. Uh, you know, and then like Danny Rand, for example, that they could have an entire thing with him where um, you know, he lost the or he he passed down the the um iron fist mantle because that is a legacy um thing. Like it's not tied to just Danny Rand. It's it's uh Colleen Wing had it in the episode for fuck's sake for like a second. So mm-hmm. and they could totally tie in that with the fucking new comic that's coming out in February. I, I just there's the possibilities are fucking endless right now, and I'm so excited. Anyway, this episode yeah. was great. <laughs> yeah, this episode
1: was really good. I mean it was slow paced, but some uh, a massive, major, huge reveal that we spoiled, and sorry. Uh I've already seen it like in twenty places this morning.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, it's on Disney Plus. If you're if you're already <coughs> watching the show, it means you already have Disney Plus. It means you're watching it today. This episode comes out two days after it aired. How have you not watched it? Just out of curiosity.
1: Yeah, well, I messaged Sam, and I was like, Sam, if you watched if he watched Hawkeye yet this morning, he's like, no, I probably won't be able to until this weekend. He's like, why? Did something happen? I was like, Oh, something happened. All right. It was a fucking huge, massive, incredible reveal. He's like, tell me, tell me now. I don't care about spoilers. I was like fucking Kingpin. He's like
0: Vincent D'Onofrio. I was like, yeah. He's like, fuck yes. I can sleep tonight. (laughs) But the thing about like the thing that got me so excited, I was trying to explain this to my dad. Kingpin is one of my favorite villains of the, of, of Marvel. Um, Like, there are so many comic stories, of that involve Kingpin. That just, I it, it's it's one of my favorite characters. He just is straight up. Um, oh yeah.
1: Like I mean, hell, he'd shave your head again, put you
0: in a fucking white suit, and give you a cane. What what I love about Kingpin is that he doesn't have superpowers. Kingpin has no superpowers. He's just really strong. Really strong and full of rage, and and incredibly brilliant, incredibly brilliant, incredibly rich, like incredibly intimidating, incredibly intimidating. Like I just love him so much, but be, he's one of the more grounded villains of of the Marvel universe, and because um, yes, a lot of people associate him with Daredevil, mainly because of the live action adaptations, both of them, um, but Kingpin has fought. You Spider-Man. fucking name it, like you name it. He's probably had a quarrel with that with that superhero. I, I mean, maybe.
1: Daredevil and Spider Man are the biggest two. Daredevil primarily, and then closely followed, I'd say, by Spider Man. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's got to be a New York based hero, really. If we're, if we're... Yeah,
1: especially New York street level based heroes like Spider Man, like Daredevil. Even though Spider Man has been you know, escaped that street level, but he was a street level hero for the longest time. Yeah. Yep. 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 But um, he has escaped that. Absolutely. But, you know, uh,
0: Punisher, has Punisher, out, Luke Cage, Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, God, the list, the list, it's, it's a, it's a large list because Kingpin is a formidable villain. Um, absolutely. like, People usually put Kingpin in either Daredevil's Rogue Gallery or Spider-Man's, but he's like he's more than that. He's not to the level of like fucking Darker Doom, but I love Kingpin. I'm a huge like I love Kingpin, and he's also been a villain in a lot of games. Like yeah, there's two Punisher games where he's the villain. He's the first guy that you fight in the Spider-Man game, and. What's fucking wild about the Spider-Man game is a, a detail I think most people miss is that Wilson says to Pete, like, you're done fucked up. I was keeping the city, like, orderly. Now things are going to get out of whack. What the fuck happens in the game? Things get out of whack. There's a power vacuum now, and Spider-Man has to deal with that because of the beginning of that game. People miss that point because it's true. Wilson Fisk is a – he is so intimidating and such a huge – Huge force within the the microcosm of the of of New York's like stability. That I I just anyway Daredevil or uh, uh, Wilson Fisk is back in the MCU, and I'm I couldn't be fucking happier about it.
1: And this morning, Wilson Fisk is trending on Twitter.
0: (sighs) Telling y'all, like, like I'm I'm putting my phone away Thursday night, like. You, oh yeah, you, yeah. I I ugh. Twitter is getting deleted off my phone. Uh And we we just keep going on about Wilson Fist but like the rest of this episode was so interesting. Like I love Yelena. Fucking love Yelena. She is fucking funny, but like she can like uh 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 what's her first name? Pew is her last name. I know that much. Oh, Florence. Florence Pew. Florence Pew. She does this immaculate thing where she's kind of silly, but if you say the wrong thing, you're getting a pencil in the throat from across the room. Yeah. Like, and I love that. Like, it just, it just always feels that way. And I absolutely adore that. Um, the, uh, the other thing that uh, about this episode that we kind of, I guess, I, I don't know if you mentioned it. Um, uh the opening bit with Yelena.
1: Yeah. I didn't mention that. That was uh, great where she shows up in the home of a former widow
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah. thinks that she's been brainwashed and tries to give her the cure that she was given widows in the black widow movie. And she's like, I'm not brainwashed. I'm like, how can you afford all this? She's like, I make a good living getting paid to kill people. And she's like, they're having a conversation. She's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And she's in the bathroom and she's washing her hands. And all of a sudden you see her start to fade away. And then all of a sudden she fades back in and the bathroom's a different painted a different color. And she's in the same house. She was blipped. And that five years was like a five second thing to her. So that was a cool thing that they showed.
0: Yeah. Um, The, uh, that visual threw me for a fucking loop because we've never seen anybody's full on like perspective of getting blipped. We've seen people come back from the blip? Yeah. But like what they visually see, we've not seen that yet. Yeah. Did, yeah. And I was like I was like what the fuck happened and dad goes, "Oh, she just came back from the blip." And I went, "Oh my god." <laughs> that's the other thing you have to keep in mind that the mo- the Black Widow movie takes place before or sorry right after Civil War.
1: Yeah. And then
0: and then that end credit scene with um Val takes place after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um so like years in the future. Maybe not years but you could can- five years. Five years, yes. <laughs> at least five years. At well least,
1: Civil yeah. War was twenty sixteen was it?
0: Yeah yes 2016 in universe because right now in universe we're in 2023 2024 something like yeah. that yeah uh and uh what was I gonna say the
1: in-credit do, 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 do. scene with Val took place after oh,
0: that's right, that's what I was gonna say. So in the end credit scene we see her talk to Elena and hand her a picture of clint saying here's your sister's murderer right and we were like okay she's gonna go she's gonna get revenge but in this episode we hear that she's been hired by somebody that somebody hired a black widow to kill clint so the question begs is val working with kingpin and if not what was the point of that that scene with val like did Yelena intentionally find a way to take an assassination job to kill Clint in revenge and payment, or is Val working with Kingpin? Like, I need answers.
1: Which also means, hey, she went to recruit, you know, John Walker uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, is he pulling the strings there to set up this dark Avengers team?
0: See, I don't see. Or the I don't Thunderbolts. See Fisk, I don't see Fisk doing that. That doesn't. That's not Fisk That's not Wilson's MO to create a team of.
1: You were trying to say Fisks, weren't you? I was. <laughs> My friend
0: was like, Mm-mm. "You're not adding an S to that word." That's,
1: uh, yeah, there. Uh, well, there's just so many things, though. It's just like so many questions that this raises. And the fact that this was kept completely silent for the most part.
0: For the most part. Yeah. I mean, people have been speculating.
1: There's been speculation. There's been hints, but there's been nothing definitive to, you know, there's not a fastball straight down the fucking plate looking right at you saying, Hey, here's this coming. No, this was a change up from hell. You know, there's subtle hints, but nothing definitive uh but yeah oh man i'm so excited the implications and ramifications that this can have are this far is why reaching
0: this is why i love marvel folks like this is why i read the comics like people made fun of me for reading the comics when i was a kid because it was it was silly it was stupid blah 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 and now we have this and this is the kind of shit like it's not like the comics just straight up mcu has a lot of differences from the comics
1: oh absolutely
0: but, But what makes what I love about this, what we're experiencing right now, is what I love about the comics. And the fact that all y'all get to fucking experience this, too, without having read a comic is so fucking exciting for me. So I just I'm I'm so stoked. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to continue to be great. Well, what grade uh, would you give this episode, Greg? A plus. Oh, yeah. And not just the same here. Like not just because of the, the reveal, but because like Florence Pugh and uh Haley Ste- Steinfeld, Steinfeld almost at Atwell. Uh they like somebody made a joke on Twitter that because of that performance and that scene, it feels like we should have paid the thirty dollar uh Disney Plus premium thing. <laughs> I mean, it was
1: a it was a good scene, you know. Uh I mean, I, I mean, well, really I, glossed I, over it and talking about it, but still. Uh, yeah, it's it's something that. that you should watch for yourself.
0: Right. It's a highly regular... Oh, my God. But This episode was very good,
1: you know. Uh,
0: it made up for any mediocrity that the season's had so far.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's been a slow build. And the culmination that this is all heading towards for next week. I'm just like, Whoa. and I'm so shocked that we got a kingpin confirmation before no way home. I was thinking we would get a kingpin confirmation after no
0: way home, but yeah, that's they, what you, we talked about this last week and you are like, there's no way they're going to give us kingpin before no way home. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it might be.
1: I I, I was just, I, I squealed. Uh squealed into light yeah but this episode a plus absolutely really good really strong probably the best episode of the series so far
0: absolutely 100 100 because like as much as i love action of superheroes <clears throat> i also love superheroes being a little bit more grounded and i guess realistic and yes that's what most of this episode was like the scene with with clint talking to natalie in front of that mural not mural. Oh, takes
1: his hearing aid out and he's talking to the plaque you know because he's got no other way to really
0: talk to her where he is. Oh, that was that was good. Like it's just it's just a great episode through and fucking through. Uh the actress uh, Alicia Cox that plays um Maya What's how do you pronounce her first name? Alicia? I don't think so.
1: I think it's yeah,
0: it's spelled A-L-A-Q-U-A. Uh, uh, that's... so. Okay, I'm, mispr- I'm misspelling it, um, or mispronouncing it.
1: Aliqua, maybe, or laqua, something like that. Uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name, like she's going to be listening to this.
0: It, okay. would be, it would be hard for her to listen to it, considering she's <sighs> deaf and alive, so...
1: That's not <laughs> what I meant, but yes. Also that
0: that's Alakwa. Uh, Alakwa. Okay, Alakwa. I know that's her not first. A, her first
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this show is, is great because I love seeing her on the scene, on the scene because it's representation from a Native American standpoint. It's representation from the deaf standpoint. It's representation from the amputee standpoint, you know.
0: The fact that she stands toe-to-toe with Clint while like knowing full well that the actress is doing those moves with a prosthetic, I'm like, oh my god.
1: That's fucking impressive because I can barely walk around with my prosthetic. Of course, my prosthetic is very ill-fitting. Uh Last week, I actually went to get fitted for a new uh what they call my uh, definitive socket, uh, which is supposed to be uh, a better fit but they noticed something when they took the casting for my new prosthetic what remains of my calf muscle has shifted so to speak and they think it's adhered to my fibula uh, and it's out of position and when I when I, I can flex it and it just just like Mr. Universe mm-hmm. <laughs> just gets huge. It's swole. Uh when I walk though, I'm always flexing it because I'm subconsciously uh mimicking my left leg, how it flexes when I walk. It causes me tremendous amounts of pain. Yeah,
0: it's not fucking good.
1: Oh no. I have extreme discomfort with my current prosthetic. I mean if I'm if I have it on more than an hour, hour and a half, i start to receive tremendous amounts of agony. Like my friend was over yesterday. I had it on. I had to take it off before she left. After she was here about three hours, I was like, I'm so sorry, but I've got to take this leg off. She's like, don't worry about it. Make yourself comfortable. Don't, you don't have to keep it on for my account. So when she was leaving, I was like, I'll get up and see you out. But, you know, <laughs> kind of can't right now. But, yeah, that, uh, the fact that she does these stunts, the stunt work, the athletic maneuvers, uh, the whole physicality and nature of it all is just incredibly impressive to me. Yeah. Because I live with it, and I know how difficult certain things are. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 100%. Like, it's, it's... For me, I mean, it's like, I can't do that shit with two legs. So... Yeah, I'm already impressed. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, everything about this episode is fucking incredible. And and again, like I said, it made up for any mediocrity we had in other episodes. I'm really surprised they're not naming the dog Lucky. They haven't yet, but you
1: noticed Grills when they went to his apartment. He's like, "Hey, I think I found a maybe found a name for your dog," and that's when he saw Clint's face. Is like, "Holy shit, are you okay?"
0: Yeah, so maybe we're getting the next episode. But oh man, this is—I'm really hoping that Clint and Kate go to um, uh, San Francisco and create the West Coast Avengers. Is this or, San in the comics? I, guess
1: San uh, I think it was San Francisco in the comics. The West Coast Avengers, oh, but you know they've—they've they've been sowing the seeds for Young Avengers.
0: Right, that's true too. Uh, but okay. uh, we we'll of West Coast Avengers. I mean, because we're they're, they're they're setting up multiple teams. Like yeah. multiple fucking teams. Oh, absolutely. Uh Los Angeles. That makes it more LA. sense. Okay. Also, just
1: love the use of Run MC's uh Christmas time in Hollis uh on the soundtrack to the show and the tracksuits we're listening to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Run like DMC,
1: the... oh classic tracksuits. And they're sitting there talking about, you know, uh representations of other people that wore tracksuits and everything. It's like Royal Tenon bones <laughs> Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that yeah. I adore that fucking movie. So Royal
0: you know what was Tenenbaums. really funny, by the way, about the tracksuit mafia being in the show is that people didn't know that it was an actual thing from the comics. I was like, No, 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 that's an actual fucking gang in the comics. Yeah. It was really funny. They were People found that out and they were like, no way. Is that like a real thing? Uh, but yeah. Um, well, uh, let's move away from more. Oh, oh, oh. One small thing, a detail that I noticed in the credits. But the last shot before it went to the black and white credits, when it was doing the cinematic credits, not only were we getting uh, "You're a your mean one, Mr. Grinch, in this episode, mm-hmm. which was great. A great fucking song to play right there. But the last shot of the city, and you see within the shot of the city, the like the the, the kind of hand silhouette. drawn is a silhouette of Kingpin. Yeah. I was like oh yeah. God, it's so good. <laughs> I'm so
1: I'm so excited, I'm so pumped. Uh
0: Friday can't come fast enough, like I got today and then tomorrow, and I'm going to try to keep myself busy all those days, like both days. Hmm. Well, I've,
1: I've already decided, you know, I don't have anything to do other than edit the show and get it ready to publish before Friday. I've not read The Witcher books yet, even though I have them uh, as of a couple months ago. I'm going to start reading the first book, and I'll probably finish it tonight uh maybe so you went tomorrow even
0: the witcher world like you went you were like i love this show so much i played the absolute fuck out of witcher 3 i bought the books i'm gonna read the books i'm like god damn oh and the fucking that uh, kickstarter
1: uh, that i went in on old world it's a tabletop rpg i went all in on it uh cost me 280 euros uh which is about 340 american uh, but that's the first kickstarter i've ever backed but it'll come out in june is when it's slated to come out of next year. And there's over a hundred miniatures that come with that game. Yeah. there's, there's, there's like six witchers. There's a, there's a, a Siri miniature. There's a fucking, uh, uh, the main villain of Witcher three. There's his miniature, uh, you know, I, I I've I, I love the world. You know, and I went back and there was a Steam sale, and I bought Witcher One and Witcher Two on Steam for like four dollars and fifty cents combined.
0: Uh, Did you hear that? By the way, uh, Henry Cavill is um, he he was saving the Witcher Three DLC for as a Christmas treat.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's it's good DLC.
0: That's the thing about Henry Cavill. You got to keep in mind, like the dude's a massive nerd. Like in I fucking like he,
1: love it. Well he was on the Graham Norton show, which is a talk show in England, uh a week or two ago, and they was talking about Warhammer forty K.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh and he was like, Oh, it's just a massive amount of fun, you know. You buy your miniatures and you paint your armies and then you battle armies on a tabletop, you know, so there's and he was just excited in his enthusiasm talking about it. I just love seeing that. This is a guy who's, if it if it weren't for an actor, he has the same hobbies that I do. Yeah, you know, uh, he, he
0: almost uh, missed out. He almost missed out on the role of, of Superman because he was in the middle middle of a world War, World of Warcraft raid.
1: Yeah. So I mean, funny. the guy's, uh, I, uh, he's one of my favorites just yeah. because of who he is, Yeah, he's but, but, he's oh, like, this yeah, motherfucker, so. this motherfucker was born to play Geralt. He was. Well,
0: I mean, you can say that, but also I feel like he put so much of himself into the role because he loves the Witcher so much, as much as a lot of yeah. them. But, uh. But yeah, uh, uh, bu- 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 let's go to the last thing. Jesus, it's taking us forever to get to the um, the other part of the show that we were meant to do. So I saw a bunch of um, groups online kind of listing their top, uh, like their best shows of the year, best movies of the year, whatever. So I thought, why don't we kind of, in, in, in a sense, revisit some of the best stuff that we've watched this year? And I decided I messaged Maya last night and I said, what if we do our best shows of 2020 based on what we've already watched like you mean 2021 sorry yes jesus i didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night i went to sleep at like 3 a.m and then woke will oh, so i went to sleep before midnight last
1: night <laughs> damn you were in bed like fucking what i was in my time roughly i was sleepy
0: no I was joke sleepy. I, was, yeah. I was playing fall guys uh, uh yeah, I'm gonna take a nap later. But um, yeah, our best shows of 2021. Sorry, my bad, everybody. Because 2022 is around the corner. Jesus Christ, 2022. We still don't have flying cars. We barely have a fucking uh, electric cars. Um. So I wrote down six, but I'll just do my top three, and I'll list the other six. the other three later. Um. So why don't we go with our number three to start off with why don't don't you start us off then oh no
1: you start us off because
0: i only have yeah you you go first okay that makes sense i guess uh my number three is bo burnham's inside um Uh, i remember not enjoying that right right uh i thought it was an incredible piece of art that exemplified what a lot of people felt like they were going through in 2020 Um, with the pandemic and whatnot. And then on top of that, like I I still listen to the songs on Spotify. Like Bo isn't just a great musical artist. He is a great uh, talent. Like I really want to see his movie that he did called um, uh, Eighth Grade. Because I I, I just, I feel like Bo is a fucking immense talent that the world kind of doesn't no, in a way. I don't know. I fucking loved Inside a lot. I watched it like, what, seven fucking times? <laughs> Still listen to the songs while I'm in the car doing stuff, so I just I adored it. Adored it to, to... and back. What's your number three?
1: Well, I don't have them ranked. Okay. Well, you just said pick my favorite three.
0: I literally picked the top three.
1: Yeah, but I don't have them ranked in order. Uh, And and no, well, uh, Midnight Mass is one of them.
0: Okay, that's all right. Go ahead. I'm surprised you went with that one first.
1: Well, it's just it's the most recent, I guess, of the top ones.
0: I mean, I it's on my list too, but we'll get there. Okay. Oh, what's <laughs> another one on your list? My number two was Loki.
1: Okay, Loki was in my top three.
0: Uh, I'll just say my top one as well because my my, my favorite show of the year was Midnight Mass. Okay. Okay. So yeah, my
1: well yeah, uh, my my other one is technically it came out in twenty twenty, but we were watching it this time of the year last year was probably Mandalorian season two.
0: Did we watch that in 2021? I guess we did. Why isn't it? An, oh, well, that's because, uh, yeah, we didn't review it.
1: We reviewed it. It was why just we it? were we reviewing. We were reviewing it last year in December, uh, uh, and I think the last episode was like Christmas or Christmas Day or New Year's Day somewhere around there.
0: Oh, that's why so.
1: I mean, in, I'm including it.
0: All right. Fair enough.
1: Because I was looking back at the list, and there was a lot that I really enjoyed. Like, I really enjoyed Why the Last Man. But we don't know the future of Why the Last Man, you know. Uh, so it's like, can I really put it in my top three? Uh, we're not getting more of it as of right now. We may, who knows. I really enjoyed it, though. I would definitely put it in my top five.
0: My my other three on my list, by the way, were uh,
1: WandaVision was number four. One division would have been up there in the top five if I had done five
0: uh the suicide squad was my number five mm. loved that movie um and number six was invincible
1: Invincible was up there too for me uh i i was I was really, really impressed with invincible but i I was just like it wasn't top three worthy to me. There was a lot more that we reviewed this year that I didn't enjoy as much as things we've reviewed in the past.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, this year had a lot, like, it had a few really, really solid things. Yeah, Uh,
1: absolutely. You know, and even though it wasn't in our top five or six that we mentioned, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was fucking excellent.
0: Yeah, like, that's, I mean, the, the... when i made my list i basically went i went january to february i went all i went each month looked at everything reviewed wrote everything down and then had to start crossing things off as i was looking at the list i was like nah soul was really good i enjoyed soul but i i can't i no i'm not gonna put that in there and then i was like this, this show and then this show it was really good but i got i gotta cross it off and then i made the top six and like The reason that invincible is my number six is because it caught it made me want to read the comic which i did the entire fucking comic yeah um and then the suicide squad was on there because it is arguably one of the best um i guess vigilante style movies that has ever come out uh and i say vigilante because i don't know what else to call the suicide squad you know um and it was funny. It was genuinely really funny. So, um, like, it's just a really good movie. WandaVision, basically, WandaVision, Loki, and Winter Soldier, and to a lesser extent, I guess, Hawkeye, have all yeah. been great. Fucking great. Uh, I'd say WandaVision and Loki are the better. Like, if I had to rank them, I'd go, it'd be Loki, WandaVision fucking winter soldier Hawkeye is real close on that (laughs) yeah but uh and then yeah like but midnight mass dude like it was the most original content we had that we reviewed absolutely um and fucking it was just so so much fun to watch excellent performances of everybody involved uh like it was, it was recently uh, announced that Mike Flanagan was going to be working on another horror thing for Netflix, and I'm like, great. Yeah, the Fall of the I'm House in. of Usher. I'm in. Like, just yeah. tell me Mike Flanagan's working on another horror thing, and I'll watch it. Just straight up, it's it's Absolutely.
1: Uh, the guys. Everything that he's touched that I've seen has been golden. You know, and there's projects he's done that I haven't seen yet, but I want to check out just because of the things that I have watched of his.
0: Yeah. Agreed. But yeah, um, it's it's been an interesting year. I know that like I should have done this with Anthony, but I wanted to do like our top games of the year or whatever. But at the game awards, which happened uh Thursday.
1: Yeah, Thursday.
0: Yeah. Um arguably the game that I felt was my game of the year. One, one game, game, of game of the year. Yeah. I, I how many times do you, would you say that I've talked about it takes two? At least twice. (laughs) All right. Fair enough.
1: I mean, I don't keep count, but you you have, you know, other than Fall Guys, which is your go-to, have fun, keep coming back to game, the game I've heard you praise the most out of any game in the past year has been It Takes Two. Yeah. And I want to play it. I just haven't carved out time to do so.
0: I mean, the the great thing about it, and I've, I, I've mentioned this a thousand times, is that if you get it, find somebody that has the same system or whatever as you, play, that you're playing it on, and they just have to download a free copy and can play with you online. By the way, keep in mind, you cannot play this game single player. It, do, it, it There is no AI. It
1: literally does take two, which is
0: why I've not played it yet, primarily. Yeah. I'm lucky that I have a close friend that wanted to play it. We did it together, Andy and I. But um and like I'd play it with you, but I like I already know everything that's gonna happen, so it's kinda like it's not as fun. It's
1: you, you kinda you kinda wanna have this like let's discover this world and interact with this world together and then have it unfurl before us at the same time, kinda thing. Yep. To get the maximum experience out of it.
0: Exactly. I get that. I get that. 100%. And it's it's definitely tough to... Like, I remember when uh, Portal 2 came out, and I really wanted to play all of the uh, multiplayer stuff with my friend. And uh, But what ended up happening was that because of work or other scheduled things or whatever, like, Andy beat it before me. And I didn't have anybody else to play it with, especially at the point that I was at in it. So it was either find somebody else and, and catch them up to my point or finish it with Andy who already knows how to beat it. Yeah. And that, that ruined the experience a little bit. Not going to lie. Like, yes, he did pause himself and let me figure out the puzzle and then direct him still not, you know, still not great, but that's aside the point. Um, but yeah, uh, It Takes Two is just a wonderful game. and But there was a bunch of games that came out this year that were really good, other than me playing an ass ton of Fall Guys. I
1: can't think of anything that came out this year that I played.
0: Mario Party. Superstars. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Which is an excellent Mario Party for online capability. Like, Yeah,
1: you know, I, uh, I've not played it solo any but I've played it with you guys and I've had generally genuinely a shit ton of fun playing it
0: yeah I was gonna say it's uh, a a lot of the games that I have on my switch in regards to like Mario Golf Mario Tennis Mario Party it literally exists on my switch entirely to play with friends I don't I don't play those games solo like I did play a lot of Mario Party solo just to unlock something but all I was doing All I was doing was, uh, um, uh, my brain doesn't want to work suddenly. All I was doing was setting up the AI to be easy, doing 10 turns and just letting it kind of auto play. But what I was doing was I was giving a handicap to my character of five stars. So when it ended, I was always winning and getting the max amount of coins to spend at the store to unlock everything. That's how I was playing it. So I'm not really playing it solo, if you catch my drift. No,
1: no, I I do. But, like... Yeah, I'm just browsing through a list here. I don't think I've played anything other than that that was released in 2021.
0: I can tell you right now, Maya, like, Andy and I have been trying to convince Mark to get Mario Tennis, and I want to convince you to get Mario Tennis because, like, Andy and I had probably the most fun playing Mario Tennis online. It is an absolute blast. Two v two, trying like, oh my god, dude, it's so much fun. But it's you know, it's Nintendo. It's a two-year-old game that still costs fucking sixty bucks. Sixty fucking bucks, fucking Nintendo. It's it's so annoying. But anyway, we're getting a little off track here. So, um, you know, that's gonna do it for us this episode, guys. Uh, We're gonna wrap it up here. Um, Yeah, watch Hawkeye. Go watch Hawkeye. It's, it's a fucking great show. Plus, like. You can't skip out on a lot of these Marvel things. they are going to tie together. Like Seeing Black Widow is absolutely important to Hawkeye now. Maybe not the first episode's 100%, but now it is. Now it absolutely fucking is important to watch Black Widow before seeing Hawkeye. And Marvel's going to release these movies on Disney Plus before they're important. So you have no excuses. If you're watching Marvel content and you have Disney Plus, you have no more excuses other than maybe, I don't have time make time god damn it it's marvel hmm. oh.
1: um next i thought i thought the phrase was make mine marvel from back in the day not make time god damn it it's marvel
0: what the way was it really make mine marvel
1: there was there was a slogan that was used especially in the 80s and early 90s people would write in, in the letters uh, you know that they used to have the letters page at the end of fucking comic book issues yeah. uh, and a heavily used motto was "Make mine Marvel
0: uh, wow, hmm did not know that uh, that's news to me so next week, like is like like we were talking about earlier, we're gonna have a mega episode. It'll probably be a solid fucking two hour two and a half hour episode like it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be our end game episode um I'm just in, in terms of time. Sorry, that sounded weird. Like, we're done doing the show after this. Uh, the fuck, we are.
1: <laughs> the, uh, much. Uh, you know, after next week, I think I think a week after next is the book of Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was also <clears throat> something else um, in regards to that. What the fuck was it? There's genuinely something else that's coming out. Uh, oh, my God. I can't think of it. Other other than Book of Boba Fett, there's something else coming out that we're absolutely going to have to review, but I, I don't fucking remember what it is. Anyway, get off track, because next week, next week, we got, like I said, South Park post-COVID, the return of COVID, which is the, the wrap-up of last episode where uh, the kids are all adults. Uh, and then we have uh, The Witcher Season 2, which we're both very excited about. We discussed that earlier. Um, Geralt and what uh, the fuck is the Bard's name? Yaskier.
1: Yes, yes, uh Even though in the books he's called Dandelion.
0: Dandelion. That was the name I was really looking for. But uh, uh, yeah, so they're coming back. It's, it's going to be great. Um, Yennefer and Siri are going to be in it. And it's going to be good. Oh, we're getting yeah, we're getting Vesemir or uh, Vesemir too. I almost said Vesemir. Vesemir
1: and Lambert and Eskel. Uh, I was
0: which, fucking
1: so excited.
0: Which, to keep in mind uh, about uh, about Vesemir, go watch the anime movie that they did on Netflix called uh, Nightmare of the Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that's now important. Yes. So, um, but yeah, so. That's next week, and then we also have a uh, Hawkeye finale. Like, we had the reveal of Kingpin. We're very excited about the future of, of what this means for the MCU, and I'm um, just it's 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 dope. It's fucking dope. So, so we have and then of uh, course uh, Spider Man: No Way Home. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna add that in because uh,
1: because we can. <laughs> Fuck not only you, that's why,
0: <laughs> not only because we can, but we should like I think we didn't review Eternals on here because you didn't go see it in the theater.
1: I did not get to. No. Uh,
0: but Eternals is let's see here. Eternal. It
1: comes it comes Disney Plus on January the 12th.
0: Okay, January 12th. That's what I was looking that's what I was going to look up. So yeah, maybe when it comes to Disney Plus we can review it. But Why not.
1: Depends um, on how much
0: shit we're watching then. Cuz didn't we review Black Widow this year too? Did we?
1: No, uh, we, didn't. we didn't review it, but I talked about it.
0: Yeah. For I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I thought maybe we did. But yeah, fuck it, whatever. Uh, wasn't there another Marvel film that came out this year, or was it just Black Widow the, Eternals? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, that's the one I was missing. God. Which yeah, was so we had- a lot of fucking fun. Four shows and four movies this year, Marvel. Good gravy. And they're setting up a lot of shit. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Four things next week. Four very exciting things. I, You might get a lot of A pluses. I don't know.
1: You might get some B minuses, some Cs, a D. You might get an F, but I don't foresee it happening. Like... <clears throat>
0: Like spider like so 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 between, two Witcher.
1: between Witcher 2 and Spider Man, these are two out of the three things I've been anticipating most all fucking year.
0: Yeah, like like I'm excited for the South Park special because oh I just remembered the other fucking thing that we need to review, Maya. The fucking um Reno nine one one hunt for QAnon. Oh absolutely. Yeah, we're one hundred percent covering that. Yeah, that that, that that I saw that last night and I sent it to you and I was like, "Yep, we're watching. We're we can't not watch this." I uh,
1: love Reno Nine One One.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say the uh, the South Park thing. Like, I'm excited about it because I need to see the culmination of that last week's that last uh, month's episode,
1: especially the exploits of one Victor Chouse. I need to see that
0: when they showed that name i was like oh i know what that is (laughs) i was so happy um but uh uh, let's see here um yeah and then of course the reason that we're excited for witchers because season one was so good and the fucking games have been good it's just like we're that's that's why we're excited about that but like my 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 speculation on grades is that everything on this list is getting an a will it be an a plus that's that i don't know like I've seen a few reviews for No Way Home, and I'm a little worried that it's not getting an A+. Plus, but I won't go into why.
1: No, no. I, I, I just... I'm excited. I can't wait.
0: Um, yeah, I'm very excited. Well, that's the other thing about Marvel stuff, is that like the, the fucking uh, multiverse stuff excites the hell out of me. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, but uh, anyway... Jesus Christ, like next I'm so excited for everything coming out this fucking next week. It's just gonna be dope. And I like how the last thing that we watch is going to be Hawkeye because we can't watch it earlier. Whereas fucking South Park comes out tomorrow as of recording this, so Thursday. And then fucking uh Spider-Man and, and uh Witcher come out Friday. So Dude. Okay. Anyway, we got to move on. We got to get away from talking about our excitement for the next fucking few shows that we're going to review. Yeah. Uh, make sure you follow oh, us. We, all- we hope you're excited too. Fucking for real, like. Yeah. Um. Jeez. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias. Um. Uh. They're listed down below, right under the video. Especially if you're on the Podbean website, like there's a chunk of fucking block text that's there that shows everything you follow us on. Or follow the show on it, I should think. Um Check out the Teespring store. Maya put some hard work into uh, uh, fixing it Updating, up. Updating,
1: fixing all the artwork. Uh, you know, our dearly departed uh, cast member. No, she didn't pass away. She's just no longer with us. Um, I mean,
0: the word departed doesn't necessarily mean dead, so.
1: No, no. um uh, She's no longer part of the show, so it wouldn't be fair for us to sell artwork with her likeness on it if yeah. she's not a part of the show. So it's just Greg and I, uh, our likeness of Greg and I on all the artwork on the merchandise. And there's a promotion, uh, aqu one five A AQU, the numbers, and the numbers 1-5. Gives you 15% off on all your purchases made at the Teespring store to commemorate this.
0: Yep. That's, uh, that's our initials and 15 for 15% off. Uh, also want to give a quick uh, shout out to our friend Bambi for, uh, kind of mocking up the design of what it looks like a little bit. Didn't she?
1: Well, she, she helped, uh, cause my Photoshop skills are limited. Uh, she was able to accomplish what I was trying to do. Uh yeah. so huge thank you for that. And That's as wild. payment as payment, all I had to do was swear undying loyalty. So
0: oh well there you go. I mean, nothing like bending the knee for a little help in Photoshop.
1: Well, you know, I don't have too much of a problem bending the knee anyway, considering I crawl a lot when
0: I don't have my prosthetic on. <laughs> so it's just an easy task at this point. Um Yeah. <laughs> Uh also go check out the YouTube channel. Um uh that's where you'll find the video version of the podcast. Uh I don't believe that the video version ever like it goes up on Fridays, but it definitely goes up before the next episode. So
1: Yeah. Um, well I was just like getting it published this week.
0: Well, I was gonna say priority is always getting the the podcast itself on the is up. Like that's that needs to be up Fridays, but video version yeah. can it can be delayed. Plus I need to um I need to start uh, uh, making videos for the YouTube channel that are, like, short form so people can share them. Because if we can, like, get our little funny banter back and forth situations out there in a better format, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, um, that's it and that's all. Uh, I'm going to try to, after December, get back into streaming some Jackbox because it's just going to be busy the next fucking for the rest of the year.
1: Well, this Saturday is Secret Santa for us. Next Saturday is fucking Christmas.
0: Saturday after that is fucking New Year's. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So maybe January. We'll fucking see. Uh, Also, uh, we might take a break after next week's episode because I don't believe we're going to have anything after that unless Book of Boba Fett comes out before the next next week
1: think I don't know we'll find out we'll let you know next week
0: yeah yeah yeah. we'll let you know um but yeah uh Maya where can folks find you I think can find me on Facebook
1: under my name Maya Dawn Fisher Uh, it's a public profile so if you want to follow me on there you can do so uh you want to hit me up for conversations talk about things that we discuss on the podcast that's cool too just don't be creepy um If you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, those are linked to my Facebook profile. You can do so from there. And if you want to catch me on other shows, I'm on a show on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel called Figure Banging. It's a live action figure review show. comes on every other Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And I'm not sure what we're looking at this week because as of recording, uh, we haven't recorded the show because that's tonight. Uh, I don't even know, we may take this week off, I don't know But that's where you can catch me Sometimes you can catch me on another show called Shelf Gravy on alternating Wednesdays at 9pm Eastern Uh, It's a do-it-yourself kind of crafting, DIY, build dioramas, customize figures, paint uh, Painting techniques, uh, all all kinds of stuff And both shows interact with the chat uh, so, you know, they're live format, interact, answer questions, demonstrate techniques, you know, things like that. It's, it's a lot of fun. And if you're uh, into nerdy things like that, give that a, uh, give that a uh, follow over on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. And that's everywhere I'm at. What about you, Greg? How are some people oh, you, can you?
0: You can follow me under all socials under a Trub Rock Geek. Uh, you can also find me doing uh, the um, Mission Start podcast with Anthony. We just did our video on the reaction to uh, the Game Awards. Um, it was a really fun conversation talking about this year in gaming, and it was great. Um, I guess that does kind of count as, like, my favorite games of the year, too, because we kind of talked about that. But, uh, but yeah, it's always, it's always a good time hanging out with Anthony and doing that and talking about video games. But we don't do it nearly as often anymore. So when we do do it, I'll let you know. You said doo-doo. I did say doo-doo out loud. Uh, But yeah, other than that, uh, follow my Twitch channel just because when, you know, when we go live after this next few weeks, uh, you'll be able to join us and play some Jackbox. And you don't have to buy anything. All you have to do is create a Twitch account if you don't already have one, uh, watch live on Twitch, and uh, use your phone, tablet, or PC to play along. It's that simple. You don't have to pay a dime other than your internet service and I guess electricity. Maybe bring snacks. I don't know. I'm not your fucking boss. Uh but, but yeah. you don't have
1: to share those snacks. No. Because no. that would be physically impossible. I mean you can unless if you, you come are. to one of our, unless you come to one of our places. Right, exactly. So And if you uh, smell funny, I'm not letting you fucking in <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, uh, again, guys, huge episode next week. I'm fucking stoked. I cannot wait. It's going to be a busy fucking like watch schedule too, because I won't like, here's how my schedule goes for the next few days. My just FYI, um, tomorrow morning, I'm gonna wake up and watch South Park if I can. I don't know if I can. Hopefully I can. Um, and then I got to go to work and then after work when I when I get home I take a shower pack up some clothes and some overnight stuff and then I'm going to my buddy Andy's to stay the night we're gonna hang out play some games to have some fun I don't know what we're gonna do but um uh after which we're going to like the next morning uh his kids have to go to school like you know normal time but they have a minimum day so like around noon we're gonna take off from his house I'm going to meet him and his kids at the theater. And then we're going to watch Spider-Man. I'm fucking excited. And then after that, I come home. And Friday night, I really don't have a lot going on. But I'm pretty confident that Andy and I are going to work on the Fall Guys challenge. Because they're adding Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sorry. Nightmare Before Christmas. God, my brain just does not want to work today. Uh, they're adding Nightmare Before Christmas skins to the game. And they have a challenge to get Santa Jack or Sandy Claws as it's so known. Uh, and uh, so probably doing that. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and possibly Tuesday is me working and then watching Witcher and then playing Fall Guys. And that's, that's my Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and going into Tuesday. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Hawkeye. Like that's that's how my has to, has, schedule has to go. So I'm just going to be a busy, busy boy, very busy boy. Yay! <laughs> I like being busy though; it keeps my brain from thinking about terrible things. So that's you know,
1: absolutely, absolutely. But uh well, let's get out of here.
0: Let's let's get out of here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. You look good. You smell good. Did you? Is that a new cologne? That's weird. That I can smell you through the thing anyway uh guys take care of yourselves and we'll see you next week no that's not that's not my line it's not my line it's to see you next week <laughs> take care everybody Every.